1: Push your be across the sky, never yeah.
2: Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now.
3: Welcome back to the weekly episode of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast with me, Levi, and Tommy, today I come to you from a uh, disclosed location or undisclosed. undisclosed. I mean, that means that means I'm keeping it a secret because I was gonna yeah. I was gonna spill the beans where I'm at right now. You're gonna spill it or flick it? <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> no, I'm actually at my shoot job and I'm in the maintenance guy's closet right now. It's a big closet, so. It's not like a little it's not like, like a little maintenance
2: area more than a closet.
3: Yeah, it's like a weird hallway that's filled with tons of tools and stuff and there's a little desk I'm sitting at with my Mac and my phone and Tommy and the Hills and Quads wrestling podcast network. <laughs> <laughs> the whole gang's yeah. here. the and whole the, gang's here in this little hallway shed. yeah that's right <laughs> well i was gonna do it in my car but it's kind of cold and windy and i really didn't want to deal with that and, yeah and it's you know man it's the weather's fucking shitty this week it's been raining here for like fucking
2: it's been seven hours and 15
3: is it days. <laughs> is it is it just me or is this the most rain we've had in like many winters like I this has been like a rainy winter
2: I feel like I live in a combination of Seattle and London.
3: Yeah, like it hasn't stopped raining for like a month. Which is, I mean, I like it. If I had a
2: Starbucks in my house right now, I'd be. You'd be in Seattle. Right, right where I need to be.
3: Yeah. So. So Before
2: we get started on wrestling, I just wanted to say this. I I can call them out because I know they're not listening because they don't promote us or push us. Only like. New podcast, but Anchor fix this shit because I'm tired of having to go to listen, then search for the person, and then hit record, and then it calls them. You know who's I can't just you know, hit record it with friends anymore and it do what I need it to do? It's bullshit.
3: It's just strange.
2: Fix your shit, Anchor. You know who's going to end up um,
3: saying something to him about it? Who? You. Oh yeah, I <laughs> well because nobody else says anything.
2: Everybody
3: else is just fine with it. They're like, eh. yeah, yeah, well,
2: we'll just we'll just make do. But uh, yeah, in other Anchor news, Spotify bought out Anchor.
3: I've seen that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it for for the first year and a half of Anchor or whatever, and they already got bought out. That means yeah. somebody liked it. So that's cool. So we're now I mean, employees it's a of
2: great platform when it wants to work and they've done certain updates that have helped tremendously, but Oh yeah. The calls don't drop after five minutes like they used to.
3: Yeah. Anchor's anchor's definitely very, very convenient as opposed to some other things, but like, you know, but there's going to be I flaws. Want, I, I
2: still want to do video. I think we're going to do so much yeah. better when we have
3: video because
2: people get to see us and we see each other. And it it makes it, it makes it a little easier and and more listenable because you can watch it. Yeah. And everybody knows that you'd rather watch it than listen to it.
3: Yeah. I am. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, just one of those little things. Um, yeah, there's actually quite a little bit of wrestling news. And then of course, today's episode is also the St. Valentine's Day Massacre 1999, or, I guess I don't have to specify the year because the only year it happened, but nineteen ninety nine.
2: In your house, twenty seven.
3: Was it considered? A in, was it in your house? Yes,
2: it, okay, it, I didn't it know actually that. even said it on the uh, on the network.
3: So, oh, okay. So I didn't notice that like
2: on the poster, like really small. Under it says, "In your
3: house."
0: It's it was like
3: the. Would it be the final one, or was? I think it was the final one. No, no backlash in your house. Yeah. In ninety nine, I think Backlash was considered in your house as well. Uh, I got the web pulled up here. I'll do it.
2: I think, I mean, uh, te- I mean, if you if they want to get technical, I mean, every pay per view probably still would be because it's not like they made this huge announcement. It's not in your house anymore.
3: Yeah, ba- Backlash still has the in your house on the poster. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's the. It's the chronology chronology, however you say it. Of, yeah, yeah. It looks like that was the last one that they used the "In Your House" dub. Was on. backlash? Yeah, because it stops there. It says it's the final one.
2: Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the point was to continue to even have it if they were going to name everything.
3: Yeah, it was because you know it was like "In Your House, Beware of Dog." In Your House, Dick in a Box. You know, whatever it, whatever <laughs> it was. <laughs> in your so, House Pepto Bismol. In your house, Pepto-Tonight, Pepto-Bismol presents, in your house, Pepto-Bismol, Milk of Magnesia.
2: (laughs) Heartburn, ingestion, upset stomach, diarrhea.
3: Oh yeah, that's a good one.
2: It's probably my favorite Pepto commercial.
3: So the maintenance guy has little packages of Little Debbie donuts Mm -hmm. laying all over his room with all but one eaten. There's like two of them right in front of me, and then Couldn't finish a
2: package before you open another one.
3: No, I don't,
2: <laughs> I don't think so. Man. He's big leaguing
3: you. <laughs> he he just big leagues me by leaving all this here. <laughs> He's like I'm almost...
2: me a. They're probably roofied. He's gonna see
3: if you're gonna eat them. Yeah, well, you know, if he gives me a head change, I guess it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you almost though. So... I know I heard
2: it I heard it being held in. Yeah, I held it cuz it was it was a big gulp.
3: So where do we start with wrestling news? I think the earliest was we could say about, you know, Jay White winning the IWGp heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. Would that be the earliest piece of news?
2: Well, I guess technically the uh the a- AEW press conference would be the Cause that would be the What day
3: was that? Saturday? That
2: was Thursday. Cause I had to work. Oh yeah, I remember being pissed because it was. I was like, oh, I can't watch it live because I got to work. But I got off somewhat early Thursday night, so it wasn't too long after the stream ended that I got to start it. So.
3: Yeah. Um. Okay, so AEW. Um, so we got obviously the big headliner of the press conference was Get the me. tickets. And Kenny, yeah, of course. And his new AEW shirt is probably going to get bought by me.
2: Oh yeah. That's dude. a pr- I like, love that it, shirt. As soon as the as soon as I finished the press conference, I went on Twitter. I avoided Twitter all day or during the press conference because I had a feeling it was coming, but I I didn't want it to be spoiled. So I stayed away. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as I, I watched it, I got on Twitter and I saw the shirt and I was like, "Oh fuck, I got to buy another one." So,
3: yeah. I had it in my cart on ProWrestlingTees.com, which you can also visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads and get some of our merch and help support the show. Okay. But I was on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash, I guess, All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. I don't know their yeah. thing. So uh, I had the, the AEW logo and the Kenny one in my cart. I had it at checkout, my card number in and everything. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't you just wait a day or two? But like, what's the point in waiting? Because you know like, the money's gonna, gonna get, get spent. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What am I trying to do
2: here? So, as long as your I'm bills probably... are paid and you and Mariah and the pups are fed, like, go for it.
3: <laughs> you know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'll do it. I could do it live on the show. The first ever purchasing of merchandise live on the show. Yeah, I don't. Do
2: you think you that'd that'd ever done that would bring in
3: listeners? <laughs> that bring in a ton of people to listen. <laughs> Oh, we gotta hear him. We gotta hear him buy it.
2: This. Mor- oh my god. <laughs> this morning, live on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Levi buys some merch.
3: That's the selling point. Yeah,
2: that's the that's the name of the episode. Levi buys merch live.
3: Come buy merch live with the Heels you know, and the Quads Wrestling Podcast. Though, you know
2: how like like my kids and stuff that are like, especially Tommy watches that Ryan's Toy Show or whatever. Yeah, like. The the titles are always like Ryan plays with toys, uh, or unboxes toys and shows you how to play with them or whatever, and like that's what makes the kids click on them. Yeah. So it's like maybe if you if we start t- titling it, Levi buys merch.
3: <laughs> They're like, <laughs> oh cool, I want Let's <laughs> see what he's
2: buying. We'll start getting like two point one million listeners per episode. Like that. Kid, see, well, p- the kid seriously is like each video is five million viewers. How? He, he's literally
3: unboxing a toy. I don't know, man. People get, you know, a lot of those people is like, I've noticed with tech guys and video game guys and wrestling guys, we all have our go-to channels. So yeah. I'm sure there's some other dude that does it too. That like he has a different audience or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just like well, just like with podcasts, like yeah. people, some people listen to us, some people listen to podcasts they shouldn't listen to of the wrestling and variety. Some people listen to, I mean, like, I mean. My days off is usually
2: filled with podcasts until the kids get home. it's
3: nice background noise.
2: Yeah, like it I, feels I like mean, you're
3: talking to somebody.
2: Well, that and I usually I have it on YouTube because I like to I like to watch the yeah. people. You know.
3: Yeah. If, yeah if, so. if there's that
2: option, some 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 podcasts you can't see it, but
3: coming soon to the Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast, Levi and Tommy are visible. Oh my gosh! You
2: can see Tommy's pretty blue eyes. <laughs> and in living color.
3: You can see Levi's shit brown eyes looking directly into the camera, oh my.
2: But not his one winking brown eye.
3: <laughs> With hair on
2: it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh god, we can't get into that rabbit hole because that's going to go on for 30 minutes. <laughs> and,
2: then, and then we're on the dark web.
3: And... Yeah, all kinds <laughs> of weird stuff. Um... And now, let me introduce you to the world's best pro wrestling channel. That is powerslam.tv Powerslam lets you stream the entire world of pro wrestling all in a single channel for one low price bringing over 4,000 hours of content from over 110 of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe right onto your laptop and mobile devices You can find all of your favorite kinds of wrestling British Strong Style, Women's Wrestling, Lucha Libre, Technical, Comedic, High Flying, Hardcore, and many others. In addition to the most recent events, Power Slam also gives you shoot interviews, backstage footage, round tables, and lifestyle videos with legendary names in the pro wrestling industry. That's powerslam.tv. And make sure to use coupon code Quads in all caps at checkout. To give you one month free to view over 4,000 hours of content on powerslam.tv using coupon code and Quads in all caps at checkout.
2: So yeah, AEW, uh, Omega comes out, announces, well he's another executive vice president by the way. What's up
3: with the four executive vice presidents? Is that, is that a work or is that a I think a shoot? it's
2: probably a work
3: that's too much man because I think you have one executive vice president in a business
2: yeah
3: I don't know because it
2: would be co-executive vice president if that was the case
3: yeah I would assume Cody would be the official you uh, know
2: I think you're probably right
3: um, and i I, I could I, I can definitely see the bucks and Kenny and all them you know being talent scouts and all that which they all are anyways but you know I, when their roles come into play anyways go on because I have I have a Bit of information, too, that I didn't know if you had when you finish.
2: Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, so Kenny comes out, announces that he's a part of officially a part of AEW, even though we all knew all along. I think even though you know we speculated on the show, I don't think there was ever a doubt in your mind because I know deep down I knew he was AEW all the way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So then Jericho comes out, and I don't know why on these press conferences they can't just cut to the part. In the in Judas when he's gonna come out because when they build it, I know it's like you're building the song. Like at this point, we know he's coming out. So started at the
3: bum 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 bum.
2: You know, don't do the. You're wasting time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at this point, it was kind of cool because you didn't know if he was gonna come from the entrance or like through the crowd or what. I actually would have liked it better if he would have came through the crowd. But I'm nitpicking um yeah so then they have their little brawl and everybody or billy gunn mainly is pulling chris jericho to the back and of course he's getting his son of a bitches and he's gonna call everybody a son of a bitch Yes, son of a bitch you son of a- yeah, yeah the you whole time bitch. but it's great i love it it's chris jericho yeah it's awesome um i mean that was the first piece of aew merch i purchased was the jericho shirt but um
3: that, that, that's uh they did really good with that brawl it's kind of I have, I have mixed feelings about Alpha versus Omega Two, but I guess it's okay because they never really did close out that rivalry, you know, they kind of let it keep going, there was the original match, and then there was the Jericho cruise, and then there's always been kind of that tension, but like, you know, shoot, he's always, he's been on uh, Jericho's podcast as buddies and stuff, and you know, it's out of character, but. I don't know. I got this I got mixed feelings about it, but I guarantee you it's still gonna tear the house down. Like there's no doubt. Yeah. And like I was and like I was telling you in a text the other day, yeah, we talked this week quite a bit. And we talked. Um Double or Nothing's cool. Like, that's awesome. But honestly, I'm of course I'm gonna watch it and all that, but I'm looking more forward to T V and monthly pay per view, like a schedule. Yeah,
2: I think like you double right. I think I think once and 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 we nitpick, we do it.
3: Um, we have nothing else to do. <laughs> I, th-
2: <laughs> I think once they get off these one offs, it's going to be basically, like you said, a schedule. It's it's going to be something to hang our hats on. Like, and so that it, we will feel more settled with everything. It's not speculation everything
3: anymore because yeah. everything
2: right now is speculation.
3: That's what's kind of. You know, and they're doing a hell of a job building it. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, they're, this is, if, if, if you want to know how to start a company, I think what they're doing is all, I think they're like 100% on this. Yeah, they're doing, they're they're doing, yeah, because they're, they're making you want it. They're building it. They're, they're, the teasing. That's one thing they're good at The the teasing, the trolling, the merch, all that stuff. The trolling gets old after a while. But, you know, so what I was getting to was, you know, double or nothing, cool. You know we're not gonna be there. Whatever. You. You're not. Are you still not going? Or uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't get tickets. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Because I all didn't sold even out, try. Basically.
2: Because I mean, it's just it's too expensive for me to fly out for a weekend. I mean, I yeah. Wanted... The
3: tickets aren't expensive. No, the but the trip. At all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So
2: just the overall. I've got too much going on.
3: So it was yesterday. I was watching Wrestle Talk TV on YouTube, and I think yeah. shout out to Wrestle Talk. One of my favorite channels on there. Mine too. Why is it all the British actually, people that have the good? My...
2: I don't know. Cultaholic, they're British. Yeah. What it, culture? It's Brit-
3: they're all, all the British have the good wrestling channels. I think that's why they're so popular here is because they have an accent. It's the taboo, yeah. Because mm-hmm. even males find the other males with the accent attractive. Even males that are comfortable with their sexuality find the uh, British accent. Sexually attractive. There we go. Okay. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I got to make it politically I was, correct. I was I'm waiting for you to pull yourself out of that. Oh, you always got to make morning. it politically correct. Jesus. Uh, oh wait, or Buddha, whatever I'm supposed to say. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm getting to here. Sorry if I offended anybody, but don't listen. Uh, actually, listen and buy merch at proostingtees.com forward slash shows and quads. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, double or nothing. Yada yada. Uh, I was watching Russell talk. Supposedly, their info came from Seats dot com, and I'm actually on that right now looking for it. I can't find it, but I don't remember if that was the exact website they said. But apparently, so we're going to have Double or Nothing in May. Mm-hmm. It looks like June. There's going to be some sort of show. July is that charity they're doing.
2: Yes. And
3: uh, yeah, and then September. Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is they're taking over the NXT UK place. Mm-hmm. Um. September supposedly this is all you know rumor and innuendo uh, that there's going to be an all out and then after that it looks October, like October looks like ye- TV yeah so you've seen that and it's yeah I saw it and, yesterday I had it memorized and it's looking like uh, <laughs> yeah well at least you yeah. let me have my my spot well yeah I, I have an illness so. yeah um, and apparently photographic they, they, memory. I they say that I shot
2: not in my brain.
3: They say that like the you know, with SmackDown moving, Raw being on Mondays that Tuesdays are open and that's where they're kinda hoping to go with the Tuesday night dynamite thing they trademarked last year. So we'll see. It's all like you like you said earlier, it's all speculation. We don't know anything, but the cat the cat's kinda always out of the bag because they always maybe it was Wrestling Observer or something that it, that said that. Um But there's always some leaked information like this. You know, AEW was leaked. All the logos were leaked. Uh, All in stuff was leaked. The people that, you know, so anyways, we'll see. But AEW is shaping up to look pretty good. The rosters, like, it makes you wonder right now with the roster being the size it is, like if it's going to be bigger by Double or Nothing, if it's going to be much larger by the time TV comes around or All Out or whatever, you know.
2: I just the thing That's that me about the roster is there's already like 26, 27 people. Yeah, that that it's. I, I looked at it uh, Sunday. Today's Tuesday. Yes, yeah, Sunday, and I was just looking at the names, and I was like, man, they, they're gonna don't don't do too much all at once.
3: Yeah, like take it easy
2: if, if you can keep it at like 35, 40, I Man, because obviously you need your you need your you know opening card your your beginning card um your mid card and your main event scene but you don't want to have you know 20 job guys and then like 40 mid card guys and then you obviously you've already got you know 15 20 you know main event caliber guys
3: that's kind of the part i worry about is and and like you said too that you don't want a bunch of job guys of course i don't see them doing having a roster full of job guys because they're not the fed
1: right
3: and they utilize talent but do you you know
2: do you think once sorry to cut you off do you think once uh tv starts they'll like bring in and like random indie guys like as their undercard that
3: yeah and i think that that that's when they
2: pay by appearance kind of thing
3: yeah, and they, that's when they're going to start working with because they said you know they're very very open to working with all these companies and obviously because that's where they got their big break and their start and all that and I would like to see I think I seen a reference today on on the web of is AEW going to be the next TNA?
2: Oh, I saw that, and I'm like, come on, man! They've already they've basically already sold out two shows. Whether the first one was under the AEW banner or not? I think technically, kind of was because, like, we called it a pilot.
3: Uh, well, and and look at and look at the roster versus TNA's opening day roster. Yeah. It was a bunch of ex Fed guys and a what? bunch of o- older '90s stars, and now we're we got a roster full of, you know, we got Jericho, and we got a yeah. couple other guys. We got Pac, but we have a bunch of guys we've seen all over the world in different places and new up and coming stars, not on TV know. every week in America kind of guys. And, and you know what? I do hope they can kind of work with impact. I don't want them to be like partners at all, but I want to, I want them to be able to use that talent too. Cause I want to see awesome Johnny insert gimmick name <laughs> matches. Uh, I want Pentagon and all that in there. The Phoenix, they would just won the tag titles actually. And In which they
2: were at the press conference as well, and beat up the Young Bucks. So it looks like we're getting that at Double or Nothing.
3: Oh yeah, we are. That was announced.
2: Young Bucks, yeah.
3: That's right. Yeah, that was announced. So, um,
2: Although I mean, Phoenix... Double or Nothing looks. Phoenix got a bit of a, st- a stinger this weekend at a at a indie show. Oh, he did. So, I don't know if you saw that clip, but uh,
3: uh-uh.
2: he got his face slash neck popped a little bit. So hopefully he's okay. He was apparently stretchered out of the the building so
3: are you a man that prefers the can and likes the occasional wine well look no further as we have a solution for you man can wine that's right wine in a can our friends over at mancanwine.com have the ultimate drink for any man or woman looking for their favorite adult beverage in a can they come in a variety of flavors red, white, fizz, and rosé. Each can contains the equivalent to a half a bottle of wine and 12.5% alcohol. Each can also has a special inner lining to prevent that aluminum taste that we all know. So head over to ManCanWine.com and get your koozies ready or purchase them at ManCanWine.com from ManCan, your very own ManCan koozie. Make sure to use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. That's mancanwine.com using coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. Speaking of Stinger, had fucking Sting been at StarCast last year, Levi would have been a lot happier.
2: (laughs) And Bret Hart. yeah you know
3: i mean and yeah i'm a little i'm a little upset about that but you're a little stung by it (laughs) yeah no actually yeah the fucking pun's intended you're damn right it is uh but anyway starcast looks cool but guess what i i think i had my time at starcast last year yeah and i don't see this one being you know to all you podcasts out there going good luck i hope you get you know, awesome exposure, and you get to talk to all the talent, unlike we did last year. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> I,
2: think, I think at this point everybody that listens to our show on a regular basis, which there are a bunch Knows how we feel. But, uh, yeah, I think everybody's kind of.
3: Kind of I'm kind not, and it's not like I'm still bitter about it. I'm just still oh, really upset about the, the talent, you know? Yeah. the The guaranteed talent and all that stuff. And then yeah. who yeah. do we get? We get a, a minute and a half clip with MJF. Not that, you know, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. You know, I got to talk to Austin Aries, I, you know, the people we got to see and all that was worth it, but, like, whatever.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't don't even blame any certain one person, I think it was just
3: a, we don't know. It was the inaugural thing, (laughs) yeah, it happened, you know, it's, exactly, they didn't know what they were doing, they did, but they didn't, Mm -hmm. so, They had a general
2: idea, a general outline, and I'm sure this one will be much better, um, but I think it's going to take a few of these to kind of perfect it. Um, I think
3: by StarCast 5, honestly, I they keep it I going.
2: I don't know if they are going to have a podcast row. they haven't announced anything yet. Um, I've, yeah, but I've that cast
3: only... is in the name, though.
2: Yeah, but I, I've been on, on their website and I don't see anything. And they even had it, at least the link to where Podcast Row was going to be early last year. I, I don't
3: think they should have it. I think they should just do a convention. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, like another WrestleCon, because this is this is on that caliber for sure of WrestleCon. Other yeah. than
2: oh yeah, the... I I think if they keep it to meet and greet and like live stage shows and stuff, that people will be happy. Great. Yeah. The the, the stage shows they oh won't. yeah, hundred
3: percent. Those were awesome.
2: But as far as podcast bro goes, it, it's it's not worth it. It's not worth the money. I wouldn't do it again if. I mean, if they said, hey, we'll fly you out, it's free, fine. <laughs> yeah. I'd do it for that, but I'm not going to spend hard-earned money to to try to get exposure when half of what's promised doesn't come through, and then there's no follow-up.
3: Yeah. Did you happen to see about the uh, – apparently AEW offering Randy Orton a bunch of money just to show that they I, could?
2: I saw that. Um, I want to, I want to believe it's true. <laughs> Just, I think, I think Cody and Randy Orton's history together, I think it makes sense.
3: Yeah, and it's to get, I think it was to stir up some dust and get people talking in WWE, like, oh, wow, they got big money over there, you know? Oh, that they're already talking. And supposedly AJ didn't renew his contract, I think. I did
2: see that tweet. Where So. I,
3: who,
2: who? Do you remember what site or what Twitter page it was that said he did? And
3: I don't remember he, the Twitter page. I remember Russell talked. Oh, he did?
2: Yeah, AJ called him out on Twitter. He quoted the tweet and retweeted He's like, you know, uh, that's news to me, you know, <laughs> basically. Okay, so I didn't –
3: I was going to see if you knew anything about it. Okay, so I'd, yeah. I thought maybe that meant, you know, he was AEW bound or something. But honestly – I think AJ's fine where he's at, man, and at his age, I say that with Jericho being late 40s in AEW, but I think if AJ's, you know, if he's happy where he's at, he's happy where he's at, and if they gave him the contract he wanted and the lower schedule and all that, that's fine. In my
2: opinion, AJ being that, I mean, at this point, basically, if you're a wrestling family like we are, and there's a few others that I know of, AJ Styles is a household name. Oh yeah. And I mean he he was even to an extent when he was in TNA, but now that he's in the Fed and he's, you know, been world champion and all that stuff, he is in wrestling families households, he is a household name. So I yeah. think he could finish his career in WWE and not ever do another, you know, New Japan caliber match or even his TNA caliber of matches, he could, he could do that Fed style for the rest of his career and be fine. And in all honesty, it's probably better for him, like you said, at his age yeah, to continue to do that because it's going to make his career
3: a little longer. And, and you know what? With what you said, I think
1: a little flexibility can go a long way.
3: Everything, I mean, everything he said was great. I'm just, I think I would like stylish. to see that. I, yeah. in way no. Uh I would like to see that last, one last though, when AJ's time does come where he's done, I would love to see one last AJ, the phenomenal AJ Styles match, you know, where he's doing whether, you know, and it would be awesome if his last match and Samoa Joe's last match was together or something, you know, in an old TNA rivalry yes. or something. But right. That, hopefully that's a long way down the road. Cause I'd like to see AJ Russell tell late 40s. No, honestly, and, and,
2: my final AJ ma- AJ match I would like to see would be AJ and Kenny. Yeah. I don't yeah. I mean it doesn't have to be for any particular promotion even if it's on the indies, you know. Just, Who cares? Just you know, let yeah. AJ,
3: it's AJ get, and he puts over Kenny or Kenny yeah. puts him over for one last time, you know, cuz really they're they're about 5 years apart, 6 years apart, so you know, cuz Kenny's 35, so he's got another probably 10 years of, I'd say he's got another five to six years of going at the pace he is, and then he's yeah. going to have to slow it down because his he can't yeah, keep I'd doing say he's
2: probably right about five or six, and then maybe go to like a Jericho type schedule.
3: Yeah, because he, I mean, like, he's beat up his body pretty good.
2: But I mean, who knows? You know, I mean, he's in phenomenal shape, and <laughs>
3: well, there's there's that, and there's the lack of drug usage like there was in the '90s mm-hmm. and 2000s in wrestling makes a big deal for longevity of careers. You know, look at – I mean, look at Christopher Daniels. The dude's, like, almost 50, and he's still wrestling in tip-top shape. And I think – I've seen that he's going to be a talent uh, – He's, he's going work with relations. Yeah, and that's all – I like that
2: in AEW.
3: I like that a because lot.
2: Because that's the kind of guy that can bring other
3: guys in. He's been around the block. He knows what he's doing. I always like that the head of talent relations is always a guy who's kind of, like – you wouldn't suspect that. But then it's like, okay, that makes sense. Like Jim Ross. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't suspect that. But, but he knows what he was of doing. He's guy
2: that you trust to have in that position, and he knows his shit.
3: Totally. Yeah. Um, so we talked to AEW. As far as other news,
2: I just I did three quick things. I didn't watch Raw last night for the first time in a few weeks. I started it, and then I was like, ah, I don't want to watch this. Yeah.
1: I had,
2: to take, <laughs> I had to, like, pull myself away because I was starting, like, yesterday in the middle of the day, I started to feel, like, overloaded with wrestling again. So I yeah. pull, pull the reins back. I was like, okay, I got to I gotta stop. <laughs> yeah, don't do <laughs> so that. I'm going to get burned out, and I don't want to do that. So I, I watched maybe the first – I watched the opening segment with Triple H and Stephanie and Becky, and then I was like, okay, I can't do this today. And Amanda was even like, what is – I thought you were watching Raw. Is it over? I'm like, no, it just started. Is it over at 7.30? <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Um, but I had three little points I wanted to hit, and then I say we probably should move on to.
3: Yeah, it we'll blaze. And, and Massacre is going to be, I think, obviously, we know what the main part is what we talk about. So, right. We'll get um, there.
2: But anyway, so the first thing I wanted to hit on was the revival wins the uh, tag team champions finally. Um, wow. I
3: just actually, as soon as you said that, I just seen that headline. <laughs> That's to Our keep them there. Are, like you said, you called it. Us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, that's good for them. I hope I, you know, I hope that makes them happy. Uh, I hope WWE has, is starting to kind of realize their their ways. However, I don't know because the last point I was going to hit kind of aggravates me. Uh, the second point I wanted to get to was the fact that we got EC three and Dean Ambrose yet again, and Dean Ambrose won. So okay, we're just going to do this back and forth.
3: How much um, you want to bet they wrestle at Chamber?
2: Oh, I, I'm, I'm sure they will. It'll probably be the pre-show,
3: and and it's funny because it'll be the worst match yet because yeah. they've done it too much.
2: Well, they did the house shows all weekend too. I seen that, yeah. Um, well, and this I just thought of this while I was kind of looking. Uh, Nikki Cross loses again. So, what are you doing with her? Are, are is that a build to maybe make her more crazy?
3: Like if she keeps losing. I just – dude, I just don't understand what they're doing with half their talent – over half their talent. Like, I don't get yeah,
2: it. I'm not even going to get started on Seth and Brock just because I don't care. Um, it's going to go no. either one of two ways. Seth's going to win the title or they're going to pull the wool over, over our eyes yet again and Brock's going to retain and sign on for another year. At this point, I don't care. Like, because at this point, if I don't like something, I just turn it off.
3: Another reason I'm excited for AEW TV because I'm not gonna watch I probably won't keep up with WWE as much I mean I'll keep up with it I'll watch the pay-per-views because I yeah. subscribe to the network and I've seen that their tier thing is probably officially happening pretty soon oh I didn't see that the... yeah I, I can't remember what site probably e-wrestling news or cage seats but it was uh, it looks like or maybe no it was a Facebook one it was on uh... it was one of the links on it still real to us or something like that but okay. um, it said it looks like it's actually going to be in motion. We could see it sooner than we think. In the fourteen ninety nine tier, it's going to be $4.99, $9.99, and fourteen ninety nine. It looks like fourteen ninety nine will include like evolve and uh, oh, well, IICW I- and all that. Yeah, so it looks like they're going to they're trying to do that. Cause, and I I'm sure that's Triple H's doing. Oh, just to watch, yeah, totally. Because then I don't have to watch WWE. I can watch evolve, so, ICW. <laughs> so
2: basically, the four ninety nine tier would probably be like your vault stuff
3: I would assume
2: is going to be vault and pay-per-view yeah and then 15 is all the bells and whistles yeah Yeah. that I I would
3: assume and I I would hope I would hope if with the 1499 because I'll probably upgrade to that you and I both I'm sure um I would hope that they add some more vault stuff to that too. I would really appreciate that. I would
2: like for them to expand their servers so they can hold more. Because I feel like at this point they feel like they're overloading it. Yeah. And that's why they kind of give us a little taste. But they don't take anything off.
3: No, I don't.
2: Very, um, very few things have been taken off. The only thing that I can honestly think of that's been taken off the the network is Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. The cartoon. And that was just because of you know all the stuff that came out which yeah so what was going on back in the good graces i would like to see that put back on because we me and the kids enjoyed that when they had it
3: on i think he's got a collection on there now
2: because all i have is an old vhs of uh, that cartoon and i don't have a, a vhs cassette player anymore so i would like i wanted
3: to thank you for listening and being a part of the heels and quads wrestling podcast but i just have one favorite ass And that is that you visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads wrestling podcast merchandise. And we got plenty of it for you. You won't regret it. You know you need some new shirts. You need some new swag. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to help support the show and help fix that damn wardrobe of yours.
2: Anyways, so, yeah, that's really all I wanted to hit on. Other than the main event being uh, Triple H and Stephanie come back out with Becky and Ronda in the ring. They want Becky's apology for her actions last week. She gives it to him finally. They're like, okay, you're good. You're in the main event, WrestleMania. Becky, Ron, Ron. Then Vince comes out and says, hold on just a second. I'm the man. You're not the man. And... Puts Charlotte Flair in the main event versus Ronda Rousey and takes Becky out. What the fuck?
3: I don't understand it, dude. I'm assuming it's setting up a triple threat. I, Which, I don't.
2: we kind of had a feeling what's going to happen anyways. I don't want it to be a triple threat. I mean, I know it'll be good. But yeah, it'll be
3: good because of Charlotte and Becky.
2: It's, you too, know. it's too much. Like we're gonna, we're, We were finally going to have a women's main event at WrestleMania. Speculated,
1: <laughs>
3: you know. Vince has both of the main belts, both of the main gender belts, on Raw on two former UFC stars. And is it is it just for exposure or what? It, because to yeah. me, I'm not. I am. Ronda's cool and all. I don't care about Ronda Rousey being in WWE. I just well, don't you care. Don't care about Brock Lesnar
2: either.
3: Yeah, it, it's just. It, I don't. There's nothing about it that's drawing me in. It's like, oh God, I gotta watch Ronda this week. Was it
2: last week or the week before? We were like, we get it. They're they're legit
3: fighters. Yeah, it was. It was last week. It's like we understand. But how about if you want to keep doing the legit fighter thing, why don't you do the Batista did MMA with Brock or uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley and Brock? Brock. Yeah, like we we're
2: gonna get that. We didn't get it. it. Like, come on.
3: Or just let the legit fighters be in mixed martial arts and let world wrestling entertainment be entertainment. And that sounds weird coming from me because I like a good fight as much as the next guy and I like UFC and all that. But
2: it's but different. It's, it's the not the story. We want yeah. the story.
3: I want the story. I want the pop. I want the the you know, the big moves. I don't want suplexes and arm bars. Like who cares? I mean, it's just not they're they're putting that into wrestling too much like leave it to mixed martial arts that's what it is I have nothing right. against it but it needs to be in the right place they gotta knock it off with this shit and if Wrestlemania doesn't they need to get those belts off of them at Wrestlemania mm-hmm. and I say it every year all oh, stop watching or whatever yeah whatever I won't but it's still just like it's just irritating year after year now we've watched this and how many times has Brock been in the main event of Wrestlemania now how many years in a row now too many I mean come on but at least it'll be Rhonda in the main event of this one. Whatever. The
2: only thing that I I kinda like about this, about Vince, you know, getting heat with Becky and stuff, is the fact that it does remind you of that attitude era stone cold Mr. McMahon thing. Absolutely. It does have that vibe. He's putting you know, he's got his, you know, grapefruits in his hand and he's, you know he's you know, he's proving that he's the boss. He's the man, not Becky. But if you if if they left it like this it's going to piss a lot of fans off. If they put it as a triple threat, it's going to piss a lot of fans off. Like the, it's got a the story arc is going to build more and we're going to see it shift probably a couple of more times before Mania actually happens. Yeah. But if for whatever reason they left Becky out and say she doesn't get her shot till SummerSlam or even next year's WrestleMania, that build is just going to get so much better. Like you you have to kind of step away from it sometimes and be like, okay, it is 2019, but in wrestling, you can build that story further and it makes the payoff better. However, yeah. if it's going to be like Braun and you're going to do that and you're just going to bury him in the end, then it, it's saying, what the fuck was the point? Yeah. But if you're going to give her a spotlight and make her beat Ronda, say, SummerSlam or next year, WrestleMania it's that stone cold feel where you kept waiting and waiting and waiting. You thought he was going to get his moment. and He gets pushed back down or he gets arrested or whatever, you know, whatever.
3: As long it, as it's all part it of a it build, work. it's cool. Right. It makes it. Work. Yeah. But if it, it if it's one big pop and the thing, the thing that the reason we have to even be concerned with, it, it's pretty obvious. It's part of the build, but even yeah. the reason we're even somewhat concerned is because it wouldn't surprise us if they did some stupid shit like that because it's what they do
2: it's what they do in recent years everything is, it seems like you build somebody up like look at elias now he's in something with lucha house party last night like i don't give a shit like quit building these people up just to knock them down like we get it you're you're the corporate you're the corporate movement of wrestling we get it yeah but that's not what fans want anymore no And if you're going to listen to your fans, you better start listening to them because now you've got another company up and coming. Because, I mean, I don't care what anybody says, if they're competition or not. At some point, they're going to be competition. Eyes are going over there. And and yeah. And if you're not getting your, you know, even the little bit of viewers that you still have left, 2.1 million or whatever they're getting a week. If you don't keep up with that, your sponsors are going to start leaving. That means money's out the door. Your house shows are already suffering. If you don't start building a little bit better and making a little bit better storylines, that house show money is going to dwindle down. Your merch money is going to go down. And before you know it, you're losing fucking money.
3: Yeah. I'm hoping... I'm very, very hopeful, and I'm pretty confident that AEW will, in the future, definitely be competition. It, I mean, it already is. They already I, know what's going on.
2: I don't think WWE's going anywhere. I'm not trying to say that. No, no,
3: no, there's no, no. They're not.
2: Takes that, but.
3: But it's gonna. There's gonna be viewers. There's gonna be fans that are gonna switch over to AEW, and obviously, it won't be the same night. There, w- it won't be a war. But you know, but some I, people. I look forward
2: some... to seeing that first TV rating. You know. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm very excited because I hope that, you know, they're going to build that pretty heavily.
2: I mean, could you so, imagine Raw does, Raw does two point, say, 2.3 million, and then the next night AEW in their debut gets like four?
3: I don't see that, but I do, you know. Okay. It could happen. Well, it's just such, that's a high rating, dude. You know, because, because that's Attitude Era-esque shit, whenever people didn't have the digital age. Here's one thing. I'm with you, though. It it can happen. I'm with you. Real
2: quick, before we get started on our our review, Uh, I wanted to mention it last week, and for some reason I had a brain fart and forgot about it. But do you think it would have been smart on AEW's part to have ran a Super Bowl ad? Well. Given their ties to the NFL.
3: That's not a bad – I mean, no. it, It it couldn't hurt, you know. I and, mean
2: I, I told Amanda that right before the Super Bowl started. I was like, I bet AEW runs an ad.
3: And if they did, that would have been good because, you know, everybody's watching Yeah. Super Bowl. But, so And
2: you know, WWE did the halftime heat thing. You get you get eyes.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I, it I, couldn't couldn't have been a bad idea. To... It couldn't have been a bad idea. No, I mean it wouldn't hurt at all. And then they have the money. Mm-hmm. But those are expensive T V spots. Oh, yeah. But... And I think I think not maybe not this year, but next year would have been prime time because then they'll actually have a TV show to be like, hey, tune into this.
2: And on in all honesty, that's why I think they didn't do it, is because they haven't made that decision don't, yet. Yeah. They don't have T V and all that in stuff. In our
3: speculation. Yeah. It's all speculation. Did you see yeah. the A A L or whatever? Uh American Football Alliance or whatever?
2: I I saw the schedule and I saw uh like Memphis has a team and stuff. I was intrigued and then I forgot it was on last weekend, so I didn't watch it, but
3: I watched it, I watched pretty, some highlights from some games. From what I heard it was pretty decent. It's very competitive and and also I, I it makes me look forward to the XFL. I want to see how it goes this time. I've seen that uh is it Tennessee's old coach is going to be coaching the Dallas team or something. Oh,
2: uh, Jeff Fisher.
3: Yeah, Uh, yeah,
2: he he's something to do with the the AAL or whatever it was.
3: Well, he's in XFL. That was one of the XFL things. He's
2: going to be in the XFL. Maybe not. I don't remember the name
3: exactly, but it's it's an uh, old NFL guy that's going to be coaching a team in Texas. It's Houston or Dallas. I don't remember which one. Anyways. Football's on their eyes too. See, we got football competition now too because yeah, and, and the Fed of here doesn't hurt either. No, the Fed of football is their ratings are declining as well over the last couple of years, so
2: yeah, they they've got to get some better uh PR and they need just the under office guys. I don't even really blame Roger Goodell all that much, but I mean not saying he's a saint, but <laughs> they they definitely need some people in the office that can control things a little better because yeah that that it's like attitude era. <laughs> yeah the inmates are running the asylum it seems in the nfo anyways yeah. as always we like to shout out our sponsors heroes hideout h hideout toys on twitter heroes hideout on instagram and facebook Make sure you head over to HeroesHideoutNY.com. Use code QUADS at checkout. Save 10% off your order for all Funko Pop action figure meet and greet needs. That's HeroesHideoutNY.com. Heroes Hideout is
3: your new access to entertainment. So speaking of Attitude Era... On to our nice segue. review. We haven't done one in a little while, but what more suiting than we're two days away from the anniversary of the show, February 14th, 1999, was St. Valentine's Day Massacre in your house in Memphis, Tennessee at the Pyramid. I don't think that's an arena still, is it? Is that still around? Uh, now it's a Bass
2: Pro Shop in Memphis.
3: Oh, okay. That's a big-ass Bass Pro Shop. It is. I actually Um,
2: saw Kiss here in 2000 and Aerosmith at the Pyramid in 2001.
3: It was a pretty legendary wrestling arena, if I'm not mistaken. I remember hearing about it even when I was, like, five years old. It was like, yeah, the Pyramid. And I'm like, what's that? And I'm like, we can travel there. It's actually kind of close. Yeah. And I was like, let's go. And then we never went. So.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, and it it took over because Mid-South at this point was falling apart. Yeah. Cause I went, the I went to Mid South in two thousand three and saw Disturbed and literally like when they came on the stage, like the sound of the the amps and everything, like was c- ceiling tiles were falling from
3: the ceiling. Oh God!
2: Yeah, so it was not a safe environment to be in, and I'm sure wrestling it was would have probably been the same thing unless it was you know your your USWA or whatever.
3: Yeah. So a,
2: a big event wasn't going to go well.
3: Not there. Yeah. Yeah. So we get a intro showing the feud of Austin versus McMahon, which basically St. Valentine's in Massacre 99 is built around Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon in a steel cage. That's basically what this whole show is about. There's and there's the funny. Rock and Mankind match. But
2: yeah, the Rock and Mankind match there, like they're on the outside. Just kind of skipping around here for a second. And yeah. Michael Cole says, this might be the the, the most hated rivalry in, in, in wrestling history. And Jerry Lawler goes, well, what about Austin and McMahon? Because that match was following. And yeah. Cole goes, you know, save his own ass. He goes, I said might.
3: <laughs> well, that was good thinking on the fly.
2: Yeah. And it's, but th- See, and back then, like, when they fucked up, the other announcer would call him out. I know that made it so good. I know it's like even before this, when like Vince would mess up and the body would call him out on it, you know, it was get all quiet for a second because (laughs) everybody, everybody knew now, you know, they just shut up for five seconds and it's dead air. And you're like, okay, everybody at home knows they fucked up, like, fix your mistake or let somebody riff on them for a second,
3: yeah. Uh, the intro is kind of funny because it shows everything has to do with Austin versus McMahon, except for a random shot of taker, Al snow rock beating mankind's head into the turnbuckle and a low blow from China to triple H. And then it goes back to Austin McMahon. I'm like, okay. So, but anyways, this show is basically the culmination of that stone cold versus McMahon rivalry until, you know, he wins the belt at WrestleMania and then so on. But this is really like, Whoa, spoiler. Oh yeah, sorry. I forgot to <laughs> I forgot to say spoiler alert in case you guys didn't see WrestleMania 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Which we'll cover uh, next month, I'm sure, because we, oh, yeah, we have to. Next
2: year. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty much lined right up for everything 99. I don't think we
3: did any I like yet. I like talking 99 cuz it's weird. It although, got weird this year. Although we have both agreed we will not do over the edge. You know, and I and I want to watch it because that Stone Cold and Undertaker match gets kind of overshadowed because of the tragedy. Tragedy. Yeah, but it's just I just don't want to talk about it. it it's yeah. just a sad show to watch, man. And you can the vibe is it just sucks after that. And it's I, shitty that that happened. It's just, so bad.
2: Just booking ahead, I I think in place of that we just do the the Raw's Owen,
3: or we just do an Owen Hart episode. Oh
2: yeah, wrestler spotlight.
3: Owen. Owen Hart, yeah.
2: Yeah, let's do that. I like that. Alright, All right, so we get,
3: get to this. Goldust versus Blue Dust. <laughs> it's a pointless match. Goldust <laughs> wins. Weird opener. Whatever. Goldust is Blue cool. I love Blue Meanie, though. Like, I know. Blue BWO, awesome. It was, yeah.
2: And the only thing that really I remember Blue Meanie and WWF was WWF WrestleMania 2000, the N64 game. Like, when you highlight his name to choose him as a character in the game, like, he yeah. has little Uh, That little
3: dance that he does. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. That's literally
2: the only thing I remember of Blue Mini in WWF, other than being aligned with Gold Dust.
3: Yep. Yeah,
2: just a just a quick little opener. Uh Gold Dust gives the shattered dreams after he'd already won the match. That's pretty much the highlight.
3: Yeah. And then after this match we get a clip from earlier in the night where Undertaker and Ministry are standing under a bridge, keeping warm by a flaming barrel, as if they're like a bunch of homeless people. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> what was that?
2: Oh, man. It was, yeah, you see, you know, it's 99. The best thing is, is we carry on with this, and I'm going to start watching the Raws, too, because I started the one after this. Oh, right they're so
3: good. It. They're so good.
2: Because we're building up to that, it was me, Austin.
3: It's we coming. should review that episode. Yeah,
2: I'm. I'm in,
3: for sure. Yeah. Um. Then we get Big Boss Man versus Midian, aka Phineas Goblin. A.k.a. Whatever happened naked Midian, Midian? Midian. Whatever happened to all that? I don't know, dude. Oh, so uh, cue generic WWE music for uh Midian. Yeah.
2: Like, why <laughs> did he just come out to the ministry theme?
3: I don't know. Um, don't when know. he sets the eye on the commentary table, they're in Memphis. Uh, some guy in the crowd behind him goes, is that alcohol in there? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that I down. Got that too. Yeah. I got that too. The crowd starts chanting boring. They're right. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, yeah. boss man wins with the sidewalk slam mystery comes out, surrounds the boss man, beats the shit out of him. Taker's music hits. He stares from the ramp. Well, he doesn't stare. He just has his eyes in the back of his head the whole time. And then yeah. they beat on boss man and take him to the back. So, uh, Bossman wins via Sidewalk Slam, though. Kind of strange.
2: You know what's funny about all this? I'm on Wikipedia for this show, and it's yeah. not even on it. Like, the
1: storylines, not... it's not even on here. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> this fun. show, if you look at the show, it's a lot of filler. There's, like, yeah. a couple storylines, but it was because, you know. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: so you skipped the hardcore match. That was the second match. Was it the second Boss match? Bossman
3: and Medium was the third match. Oh, how could I do that? I got that. You got it. I reversed. did skip it. So sorry that I was. That was a match I wanted to talk about. Yes. Yeah. This, this match?
2: Is, this is the reason I, in my opinion, that I've always went back and watched the show because I think this match was really overlooked. And ninety nine, it's the the like heart of the hardcore division. Yeah, in my opinion, this is when it was still good before it got way too much going on. Um them going outside and being on the Mississippi river basically was is like, I mean, they still show it in video packages for certain things.
3: It, this, so that, that's what reminds me of this match so much every time I see this, but it's, I had a VHS tape called hardcore and it had, this match was on it and it's when Taz is standing in some abandoned warehouse in Brooklyn. You yeah. know what hardcore is? Yeah. I He's talking that. about it, and so it shows this match, because it's only like nine minutes. Right. Shows basically the whole thing, but I love this match, because they're beating each other the whole way out, and then even the finish is just so clever that Bob Holly rolls... Al up in the chain link fence and pins him his shoulders up the whole time but he but he still gets the pin and then the walk of tim white
2: and hardcore holly back to the arena <laughs> yeah. they're filming the whole thing and then they yeah to al snow and he's still wrapped up in the fence get, get me out of here. here yeah his yeah face dude oh i love al snow and Hardcore. i, holly
3: I guess though. i scrolled down too fast i feel bad that i skipped skipped and around there Howdy y'all, and y'all better not forget, you gotta go over to collarandelbowbrand.com and use coupon code heelsandquads and all caps checkout save you 10% on your order. But you can also go to Zubas.com and use coupon code heelsandquads and all caps checkout, but that saves you 15% on your order. My grandpa said he remembers Zubas, and he said, Y'all to swing by there and buy some shirts. That's some dang good country. Happens. So, anyways, yeah, that's, that's a that's a classic Boston match. <laughs> yeah, then Bossman Man, we already talked about that. And Whatever. Then backstage with
2: D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry, and Ivory.
3: D'Lo's head won't stay still the yeah. whole time and it's you better wobbling.
2: Recognize because he's they're coming for those tag titles.
3: You better recognize. So then it cuts to the Titantron and we hear sexual baby Whoa.
2: <laughs> and i want to give it all to you
3: yeah right on
1: <laughs>
3: god is sexual chocolate mark henry was the best was my thing favorite. yeah he was so good in that
2: he was over too but
3: uh this, this is should the should owen when he i won found the world title it was when he was sexual chocolate absolutely absolutely um, this Owen Hart, Owen Hart and Double J, I like that tag team a lot.
1: Um,
2: this is the
3: Owen figure I actually found a couple <laughs> weeks ago at the flea market, the it danger me one. be a
2: picture, he's like, look, look what I found at the flea market. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change.
3: Bant. Uh, decent match, decent tag match, I did nothing to write home about, It wasn't yeah, a, it was good. you know. Uh, Owen hits Mark Henry in the leg with the guitar and Double J gets the figure four to make him tap and they win the, or they retain the tag titles. Excuse me. I think they, yeah, they were the tag champs. Yeah. That's right. Uh, then I think it pretty much goes Val, straight into
2: Val Venus, Ken Shamrock with Billy Gunn as the ref. Val Venus and Shamrock. Hello, Kenny.
3: They're
2: a feud, <laughs> yeah, they're <in> a feud <laughs> over Ken Shamrock's kayfabe sister, Ryan, who he's actually dating at the time.
3: Yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. That's kind of strange. That's see, that's Vince being weird again. Yeah, we're gonna have you all oh, over she's your girlfriend,
2: pal. Okay, well now she's your sister.
3: He likes that that yeah. innuendo there. That's kind of strange, that man. Incestual, taboo. Thing. Yeah, it's so weird. Shit. Uh, yeah, it's the whole thing stems from Val seducing Ken's sister,
0: Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask Regina, "Do you like to compete?" I say Bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade, never stop arriving. The
3: Hello Kenny thing is great though. Hello Kenny. Billy Gunn was a special ref because apparently on Raw Saturday Night that they talk about an awful lot during this show. Yeah, because it was Uh, preempted for the uh, Westminster Dog Show. Yeah, that's right.
2: Which that happened quite a bit. Actually, that was on last night, but now they
3: are on FS1. (laughs) That's funny. Mariah's been watching that lately. I forgot that that was this time of year. Yeah uh the big valbowski has a heart on for the ladies that's vince that was (laughs) vince told him to say that listen pal i got a great idea instead of heart on it's gonna be heart on because it's valentine's day get it pal (laughs) (laughs) get dude vince had so much influence on this i love Vince. i think val venus is the character vince mcmahon wanted to be yeah
2: it, it would have been a combination of Val Venus and Ted DiBiase.
3: Yeah. A, uh, because he
2: would have been a rich
3: porn star, not so much seedy. Like oh, absolutely. Venus-less. Absolutely. Uh, Ken puts hands on Billy, so he hits him, tosses him in the ring at the end of the match. Val rolls him up, gets a fast count from Billy, becomes IC champ. And then Billy takes out uh, Val Venus. And then they're going to have a match the following night on Raw. Yeah. Um, so Val wins the Intercontinental title. I always liked him as
2: an IC champ. Oh yeah. Um this match got a lot of time actually. It's a, It did. It was um, the
3: longest out next to you know next to the main two matches the or, it's the longest next to The Rock and Mankind. Yeah, Rock and Cause Mankind. Cuz Stone Cold and Stone Cold McMahon's time is actually different because of you know the bell ringing. Yeah. Thing. Right. Um,
2: so yeah, 1553 solid time for a uh Intercontinental Championship match. I li- I really like this match. I Yeah. I I guess I overlooked it originally, but going back yesterday cuz I watched this yesterday. So it's still fresh on my mind, but man, they I mean Valvenus and Ken Shamrock both did a really good job in this story and and telling the story in the ring and having the addition of Billy Gunn re- really
3: solidified this match. You know Val, he's a he's a good wrestler, man. He was, and that's and it's not just his gimmick was just awesome, but you know he he was a good wrestler too. And Shamrock was a good wrestler. See, and Shamrock was a UFC guy, and he didn't right. get pushed to the moon and back. So it, maybe it's just because Brock is huge, and Ken Shamrock was more of a light heavy slash middleweight. I don't right. know, but anyways, um,
2: shorter in stature,
3: yeah. But that was a good match. Yeah, that was definitely one of the better ones of the night. Uh, DX, as in X-Pac and Triple H versus Kane and China. Not a very interesting match here.
2: No, it was kind of long it was, and
3: drawn out.
2: It was it was, it was al- another almost 15-minute match. It, it, you could tell they were just trying to kill time Yeah, by letting this match go almost as long as the previous match that was actually good. In my opinion, they should have flip-flopped these two, but Back then, as you can see if you look at the card, they're trying to build accordingly. And yeah, this is when I mean when they could build a card, but this being you know the third biggest storyline in the night, that's why it's here. But I mean,
3: it just match didn't quality, turn out. Yeah, wow. and IC title should always kind of be the semi-main, you know. Yeah. It'd be the semi-semi here, though, just because of a semi-semi, kind of like when you have a little bit of a chub, but it's... <laughs> a quarter of a chub? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, you can feel it starting to get some blood in
2: it. When you when you took a sliver of blue chew.
3: Yeah, like you snorted a little bump of blue chew. <laughs> you didn't chew it. You snorted it. So you kind of get a chub. Oh, man. Yeah, not a very... I don't have really much to say about yeah, that. Yeah, Xbox is trying to
2: Bronco Buster, which was fun. Uh, you really, I, I. One of the things I like most about this match was the story in the beginning when Triple H takes his original shirt off. And he's got the China Syndrome shirt on. Yeah, like, they're staring at each other, and he rips it off. Yeah, and, and she gets all kind of pissed, and Kane kind of puts his hand out in front of her. I thought telling that story because obviously they they were still together at this point. So yeah, telling that story. Re- really made this what it was and that's just basically triple h versus china is what you want
3: to see you know china kind of paved the way for the intergender thing too yeah with sure. the whole and especially when she had the don't treat me like a woman song you know like a man. she was she, she was a pretty good wrestler yeah because she, she could kick probably most of their asses anyways so yeah, she should be in the hall she, of fame she should absolutely be in the hall of fame she said that triple h liked the back door uh, on to the next match. Right now. <laughs> we get The Rock versus Mankind uh, twenty-seven. I think. Yeah. Uh, they really. They, and they then kind they of
2: get it the next night on Raw in a ladder match.
3: Yeah, and that's whenever he gets the belt back, right? right. The Rock, because mm-hmm. Mankind retains here
2: because it's a draw.
3: It's a draw. But uh, hey, good
2: match. I always. What was these the matches... reasons? I always love these matches when The Rock would beat his opponent down and then get on the headset.
3: Yeah, that was and spit water and do yeah. all that. Yeah, he what was a lot the of reason for his tra- this match? Oh, you know he did that a lot around this time because he was trying to be like the disrespectful corporate guy. Yeah. Uh, his tracksuit. What? What was? Do you know what the reason was for it around this time? Why he kept th- wearing it?
2: I think a lot of it was just because it was probably more comfortable being in a street fight or. A last, because he only match did it in street like, fights. Match. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It, it, okay. I think
2: it just. I think it looks more comfortable and more like you're gonna fight. It's a fight. It's not a wrestling match, so he's not gonna wear trunks. It, that's the only thing I can think of.
3: It helps tell the story a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It's like and this and is...
2: Triple H at SummerSlam. Sean's wearing you know jeans. Yeah,
3: that's not comfortable though. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I always forget about this match until I watch it again. I forget that there was one at Valentine's Day Massacre as well. Because you can kind, of, it's it's on that same level of the Royal Rumble one. I think this one was a little bit less brutal than the Royal Rumble yeah. one because it doesn't have those crazy chair shots and the less electrical brutal, explosion. But
2: it still tells the story and gets the point. Very good, it. And, it, I, and it's I, a great match. I, I like that it ends in a draw because it gets that heat from the fans because they're wanting a clean finish. Yep, yep.
3: This and then is, you get this in... is the
2: kind of spot where you're gonna do that.
3: Exactly. That's how you book a card. They knew what they were doing then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mick Foley retains only because of a draw, the crowd chance bullshit, whatever. They get the you know you get a ladder match next night in Raw, so you can be happy about that. Oh, uh, then we get unless
2: you were in Memphis this night and you didn't get to see a title change.
3: Yeah. Uh, then you get the main event of Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Kind of, to me, it's kind of the culmination of the rivalry. Like I said earlier, because yes. after this, they really don't.
2: They really they don't. Really don't. They, they don't, don't touch. It.
3: No, and then it's kind of from there, you know, Steve gets hurt at the end of the year, and then he's out until uh, around WrestleMania 17. He he wins back, comes back, wins the Royal Rumble. No, um, well, he comes back at late 2000, sorry, like Survivor yeah. Series or whatever. Him and Triple H fight. Anyways, uh, and then you see Vince and Stone Cold reunite, but then they kind of fall apart later on. So, technically, this is kind of... And maybe that's what they even wrote this for, as a steel cage, was just to be the
2: to end the culmination uh, of the
3: physical rivalry. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah um, from 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 the beginning, you know, Austin comes out first, then McMahon comes in. Stone Cold's in the ring. The way Vince walks to the ring, or Mr. McMahon, I shouldn't call him Vince here; he's in character. But <laughs> the way he walks to the ring, telling the story, his eyes are telling the story, his body language is telling the story. He's out. He's the all ring.
3: beefed up.
2: Yeah, and he's trying to get, you know, Stone Cold to come after him and you know, he's like when <laughs> my favorite part though is when Vince is in the ring and Austin's on the outside and Vince grabs the side of the cage and the door and swings at him with his feet. Oh he, yeah. And then you see Austin turn to the fans and start laughing. <laughs> I don't know if uh... you noticed that, but God, his face was priceless.
3: This is another one of those matches I've seen many, many times because it was on another VHS I had called the Eve of Destruction. I'm sure you remember that. Mm-hmm. And this was, I think, one of the main matches. It, sh- it shows this, and then I think it shows after that, or before this, it shows the Hell in a Cell with Mankind and Taker. But there's a lot of those matches, as the No Mercy 99 uh, ladder match with the Hardy Boys and Edge of Christian. Anyways, uh I remember this match a lot, and it had that song playing. The, you want to be my Valentine, want to be my, you know. That yeah. was kind of a cool build to it. Uh, I think this was the last time they used the steel instead of the chain link.
2: Yeah, I think it is too.
3: And it was and it was black, so that was cool. Um, but the hell, they beat the audible, shit out of each other.
2: A lot of audible uh,
3: motherfuckers from Stone Cold on this one. Oh, yeah. And then oh, he gets yeah.
2: on the mic and says, this is
3: bullshit. I love that. That's my favorite part of this match. Yeah. Hey, you. Ja- After the cage spot where he falls on the <laughs> – Hey, you and all he falls on- Is he still breathing? Hey, you jackass. <laughs> is the son of a bitch still breathing? <laughs> he kind of stumbles <laughs> on his yeah, words and he it. says, eh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, and the So <laughs> then he – so he gets him throws him in the ring beats the hell out of him Vince McMahon blade Mr. McMahon blades I should say yeah. uh, it's just awesome and he keeps trying to crawl out and he flips him off Stone Cold goes back for more crawls out flips him off he comes back for more the story that they told in this was Vince's so good Vince's face with
2: him on both knees giving the double bird gigged like
3: a butcher with that yeah crying uh, <laughs> oh I love it it's so good and then of course you get Paul White crawls up out of the ring, a.k.a. the giant, a.k.a. the big Bing, show. that's
1: Paul White.
3: He goes, "King is huge. huge.
1: <laughs>
2: you think
3: Vince told him to say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: really put the emphasis on huge.
3: huge.
2: But Michael Cole uh, sounds like a 12-year-old boy going through puberty.
3: Vince McMahon in this match has the best facial expressions, and he sells every move and everything so bad that it's so good. You know how he like he can't he doesn't sell the stunner like the Rock, which is fine because the Rock overdoes it. But like he just the way he falls, but
2: he's good at telling
3: stories. Oh, it's awesome! And he can can look like exactly, and and he looks like he's getting the shit beat out of him. It's believable that he's getting the shit beat out of him.
2: Except for that part, his head bounces off the cage and he flies. But he lands like square on that table.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was he perfect. landed. Really, he landed really good. <laughs> it was perfect. I could. See, you can see on the second, you know, because they do the usually it's yeah, him three usually, times, and yeah. and the second time that he uh, bounces his head off, you can see he kind of looks back to to calculate his landing. Yeah, and it's crazy that a guy at his age and not a full time wrestler can do that bump. That was impressive. Yeah, kudos. So miss, this this was. This was a good end to the show, and you get the whole crowd goes home happy. They get to see that it was yeah. just it was a good because it was a good though, show on the second half. Yeah, even though Big Show comes through the ring and beats
2: Austin's ass, and Vince tells him to throw him, you know, you see him like motion, like throw him to the cage, and you can kind of feel it build, like it's gonna break it.
3: But even obviously- the finish, like that was clever. Mm-hmm. That was very clever. Yeah, because it
2: gets everybody over.
3: Yep. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, McMahon doesn't hurt him. Doesn't hurt Paul White at all. No, because he. just I wonder is why they really called strong. him Paul White. You know, I'd be surprised they didn't was just say the because giant. They were
2: probably still well. They couldn't use the giant name because that was trademark. Okay. <laughs> or it would have made people be like, "Okay, that's his WCW name. They can't do that." I think Vince yeah. was probably just trying to cover his own ass because when he yeah. sued Turner for using the Razor and Diesel gimmicks, even though they didn't use the names.
3: That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Um, but also, I think it was just because they didn't have his gimmick name quite planned out yet. Because after this, he becomes the Big Show Paul White. Yeah. They were still using his his legal name for a while until it just got shortened to the Big Show.
3: Yeah. It, it starts off, this Royal Rumble alone, and then... You just see the direction '99 goes. It, you can tell it's going in a weird direction, but it's it was supposedly one of their most successful years. They made a lot of money in '99,
2: and I think they said
3: there was nothing they could do wrong.
2: I think this pay per view is highly underrated.
3: Yeah, very. There, I mean, you know, some of those your gold dust and blue dust is like whatever, but you're gonna have those matches. Right. Your boss man midian, you're gonna have those matches, but then you get the classic hardcore match, Al Snow. And, big bo- and uh, Hardcore sorry, Holly. Uh, Hardcore Holly fighting out in the river. I mean, y- you know, and if they piece that match together, that's awesome. That they were like, let's go to the river. It's never been done before. Yeah. So they do that. And then you get Shamrock and Val Venus, highly underrated. Yep. Um, the DX and Kane underrated. and thing, you know, it's telling a story. Yeah. yeah. And then Rock and Mankind just adds to that rivalry. And then, of course, you get the culmination of uh, Austin... And Mr. McMahon in it. And it's not the end of it. It's just, you know, one of their last physical altercations. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. It's it's 100% highly underrated. Uh, it's one of do... those.
2: It's, it's a good segue from Rumble to WrestleMania. Which Very good. Obviously, in the last, I can't think of one in the last 10 years that have been decent that good yeah well no i take that back the the chamber i went to was okay
3: sean like, that i was gonna say sean yeah. super kick and taker yeah that, that was probably match.
2: actually one of my highlights of seeing wrestling live was getting to see that and calling it
3: and you yeah. called it
2: and people in the rows in front and behind getting pissed because i spoiled it
3: how did you know how did you know
2: uh because i've been watching wrestling since i was in the womb brother
3: yeah that works for me
2: well, because I mean, you can tell a storyline where it's going. <laughs> it's
3: yeah, fun. yeah, it's
2: not difficult anymore. Like back now, ninety nine. I had no idea Big Show was going to come up through the ring.
3: No, there was a lot of surprises. Mm-hmm. You know. And then it, and then it kind of gets weird. You Although know, in now like that September. I do know,
2: earlier in the night, Michael Cole kind of gives a little bit away. The way he's really emphasizing on Mr. McMahon saying no corporate member can. Interfere in the match, so you're thinking. Oh hey, yeah, who is not in the corporation that's going to interfere in this match?
3: I, ca- I caught that, and I think the only reason I thought that was because I was like, I know. Mm-hmm. So I thought I thought maybe that was the only reason, but yeah, he does really emphasize on that. Corporate, remember, no corporate member, no corporate. Like, okay, we get it. Yeah, he yeah he says Ross, it like
2: six or seven times throughout the night. He says
3: it as much as Raw Saturday Night.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Which so, I guess I can go back and
2: watch Raw Saturday Night. Well, not speaking now, of I'm
3: going not back. back. I need to go back to the kitchen and do some work.
2: Yeah, we got a solid episode out of this. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we I did. Like this one.
3: Yeah, it was good. We had a, we talked news. Probably we talked. We good... actually watched the whole show, both of us. Yeah, it's been it's been <laughs> rare since like like Rumble. I skipped around, and yeah. you know, it just depends how I'm feeling. But I was off Thursday last week. I was just like, "What do I do?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm going to sit here and watch Valentine's Day Massacre." And I get into it, and I'm like, "Okay." You know, because I start, like I said, I remember those matches from being a kid. I remember playing with my figures and watching them. It was fun. Yep. It's fun to revisit that and think about watching Eve of Destruction and hardcore. And so, I
2: mean, we know other, other shows do the same kind of thing we do, but our format's a little different. We're more of a straightforward thing when We're, we weren't there, so we don't know. But
3: exactly, yeah. You get it
2: from a fan's perspective instead of somebody who's there. So it's nice, but, you know, support everybody.
3: Yeah. So, and also support us by following us on Twitter at Heels and Quads on Instagram at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Uh, follow me at Levi D Zindel on Twitter and Levi Zendel on Instagram. And you can listen to the show anywhere, basically.
2: Yeah, it's it's everywhere. Uh, every show, <laughs> every show. It sometimes it takes a day or two. Me to for delete, other platforms, yeah, for me to delete other stuff so it can be uploaded to YouTube, but it eventually makes it there. Every show we've done is now on YouTube, including this one if you're listening to it here. Um, but I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter, Tommy Walter Live on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review where you can. I think Apple Podcasts is really the only place where you can leave a review. Chime in on YouTube if you're listening on YouTube, leave a comment, yeah, leave a comment. We see it. Thumbs up. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We'll talk to you next week.
3: Bye. Bye.